Hey, Allie. Hey. Are your feet tired? Mm-hmm. Why? I've been running through my mind all day. Oh, really? How sweet is that, right? Not even. Oh, come on. How would I do as a dude? I don't... I, I think you I'd know be, what? I think I'd be fabulous. Me and my pickup lines? I don't think you'd be that fantastic. <laughs> Welcome back to the next episode of The Single Situation. In this episode, we're going to discuss the many faces of online daters. <laughs> many faces. Well, what else do you call it? I mean, so there's the chronic. The chronic online dater. Like the serial dater? Yes. Well, not even a dater. I mean, hey. there's those chronics that are online and all they do is look for that high. They look for, I think there's like an addiction almost. Have you encountered any of that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I have so actually. Yeah. So why? So it's like swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. I think some people do it almost as a pastime. <clears throat> I know people that have done it um serial dating to just kind of get free meals from men i know yes. yeah that's crazy i, I would have we did episode. touch on that a bit i think the um it's the high that a lot of people are looking for it's a little bit of an adrenaline uh, pardon me adrenaline, adrenaline rush, rush. Yes. yeah yeah, it's a little bit of a high to see. You know, some people do it as a numbers game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you try to pick up ten, you might walk away with one or two out of the batch. Do you think you it's know? like a it's a competitive thing? I think it's an ego thing. I think it I think it's an ego thing. I also feel it could be an addiction. It probably could be. Um for a lot of people it probably it's like is a rush. An addiction. It's like that high of um, starting that whirlwind romance. Although usually it doesn't go any further. It doesn't normally, yeah, I don't think it would necessarily amount to anything to become a romance. I think that it's just one after the other continuous cycle of dating. So, so in but my... that become extremely costly. Oh, have you paid for dating sites? Yeah. Really? Of course. Yeah. I want to see, if I'm going to do it, I want the, like, full experience. I want to oh, okay. not be limited. And because some people won't interact with people that are non-paying members. So I've encountered that. So I just feel as if maybe, you know, it's to get the full experience, I've de I definitely pay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I've never been on a paid site before. Really? Wonder, actually, come to think of it, some people I know, some there are some success stories, believe it or not. Of course. There <laughs> is in every scenario. But course. every success story that I've heard of, it's from people paying for the encounter or the opportunity. Although, I don't think in my experience I've ever actually taken it seriously enough to actually want to pay for it. But why haven't you taken it seriously enough? Then what were I'm you skeptic. using it for? I'm a skeptic. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. What was I using it for? Yeah. Mm. Was it an ego thing for you? Were you trying to... Okay, let's be let's be real. Maybe. Maybe. It's okay. You know, and I know better now. Let's let's just get that straight. That's one one lesson learned. No yeah. mistakes, just lessons. Yeah, yeah actually, there, there were times, you know, you... You are at a low or, you know, you're not feeling up and, and you get, you post a couple pictures and you get a lot of interest and it does. It boosts your ego a You get some bit. attention. Until you realize that it's actually a dirty cesspool and these people aren't just doing it to you. They're doing it to 
many different people, hence the chronics. Yeah. And the addicts. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there were times where I would be online and then not go online for a couple of years, and sure enough, same people. It is the same. I've run across, and the same people um, on different sites. You would run across the same people that are on one site that are also on another, like just broadening their horizons oh, to... I've seen that too. Yeah, I've seen that. So that's, that's a little crazy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So yeah. that's one phase. Um, actually, let me, let's just talk about that a little bit more. Okay. You know, because I, I sense there's a trend. And, yeah. you know, there the, there's the guys who are constantly drinking every night. Okay. I think they are the ones that are the worst. Chronics. Chronic daters are the chronic drinkers? Online, chronic online daters. Why so would you say that? constantly looking for that high... Um, just different people that I've talked to, um, usually, you know, they're, they're drunk. They're really? just drunk looking for, yeah, just looking for entertainment, which brings us to the next category of the married man. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've run a few, I've run across a few of those actually, and in different dynamics. Um, the married man who is out looking to have an affair and to cheat on his wife. I've also run across, and of course that's not typically, that information is not freely given. It's not until much later that you discover that um, when you're in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. and you get a text Mm -hmm. from the wife months (gasps) to almost a year down the road. Yeah. Um, so I've been burned by that. Um, and also I've encountered a married situation where the wife was well aware that the husband was online looking for a girlfriend, a legitimate no. girlfriend. Yes. And like the, a threesome? No. There was like going to be no intermingling of that. So they were looking, both looking for an open marriage? Yeah. He was looking for one girlfriend. He just wanted one girlfriend. And she was looking for one boyfriend that, so he was positioning it as, okay, like I can offer you like a couple nights a week, go for dinner, coffee, wow. like, you know, evolve into a sexual relationship and that type of thing and she was looking for the same and like the way he had envisioned it was that he actually envisioned you know me going to his home and you know like chilling and relaxing with the wife and the wife's boyfriend like it was going to be some big communal (laughs) like sister wives type deal right I (laughs) I'd never experienced anything like that in my life. So did this guy actually have this as part of his profile or, or how long did it take before you No, he actually messaged me and positioned it exactly like that. He was just like, Are, would you be open to having, you know, a boyfriend, you know, who has a wife, but the wife's fully aware, this, that, the other thing. And I responded with, I'm sorry, like, I don't feel as if that's something I'm looking for. I'm looking Mm -hmm. for my 
person, my guy. And he was like, okay, that's fair enough. I respect that. He goes, but you might meet your guy in five days. He's like, you can meet your guy in five years. So until you meet your guy, um, wouldn't you be open to being in a relationship with a man who treats you with respect, courtesy, fair you know, enough. all those things in the meantime. So were so, you open to this? I entertained it for a moment. I went on a couple dates with him and oh, I, wow. I tried to open my mind because it's not something that I've ever encountered, but I definitely wanted to pick his brain a bit and see I the dynamic. I was definitely intrigued as to how that, that wouldn't work for me personally, mm-hmm. um, but it was something they were seeking, you know, that was, that's what they wow. were looking for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's actually kind of entertaining. I yeah. like that story. Yeah. It was so, it was entertaining. So was he looking for a hookup? No. No. So nope. he was just looking for that emotional connection. He wanted a friend. He, he wanted he wanted to find someone that he could spend time with and um build a friendship with mm-hmm. and um, we got along really well. We were compatible in our banter in, you know, the way we communicated and stuff and I met him a few times and um, it's just not something I could ha- it's not what I'm looking for it's definitely not something oh, I could handle not. no I, that's not what I'm looking for it entertained you for a couple of weeks yeah it did it did it was interesting <laughs> it was definitely interesting yeah all right so then there is the face of the hookup yeah the dude who just wants a hookup yeah which I'm going to take the lead on this one. Do it. So as I naturally do, um, I, you know, make a lot of friends online. I end up friendzoning a lot of men. And uh, this one in particular um, entertained us for an evening of, of drinks and enlightened me with a story. So Okay. <laughs> I, I kid you not. And, you know, there's no reason to make this up. So he met a lady online, yeah. and uh, she lived nearby, and he so I think he said it was a, a matter of a, an hour and forty five minutes. He met her online. He went to her house, no. he had sex with her, and got home, and it was all said and done in an hour and forty five minutes. That is okay. That's really sad. The that's entire really process. Sad. You know, my first my so my first question, because I'm very intrigued by this, was so are you ever gonna see her again? And his response was absolutely not. So why? He, so why he not? wasn't he actually said he wasn't, you know, it's not somebody that he was interested in. Interested enough to sleep Phys- with. Well, absolutely. Right? Right? Mm. Character flaw. Yeah. In my opinion. But good for him. If that's what he was looking for and that's what he and she needed at the moment, then all the power to him. I don't pass judgment against anyone if they're honest and upfront about what they're genuinely looking for. And you will find someone Mm -hmm. who is genuinely looking for the same thing. And Mm -hmm. good for you. Kudos to you. Do what's right for you. But that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. That's... Wow, that was a quick, that was definitely a quick exchange. That's a little too quick in my opinion. I was a little blown away when I heard this story. Yeah. Uh, so then there's the pen pal. Oh. The... Have you had it? Have you had any pen pals? I do. I actually still currently have a pen pal. Um, that's a funny story. It wasn't an online dating story. It was a random. It was a random. Um, 
I was actually here at your house when that transpired. I got a random text from a number um, that I'd never seen, and it was like, Happy New Year, Joe. How are you? <laughs> Remember? And... I was like, sorry, I think you have the wrong number. It's not Joe. And that just began a spiral of um, conversations. Back and forth. Back and forth. And I have a great connection with this guy. Like, we we are great pen pals. Um, but, yeah, I've had the pen pal before. So why have you not met? He actually lives a couple hours away. I okay, do have intentions. Okay. I think we're going to meet. I think it's going to oh. happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. So, New Year? Okay. Okay, that's well, a long friendship. That's a long... Right? Time. That's a lot of time invested. So, that's totally typical of the pen pal. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Pen pals don't typically meet, but hmm, maybe you'll I change don't know. the dynamics of that situation. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So, uh, I have an interesting character... A pen pal? No. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, let's be real. I've had multiple pen pals. You are um, a pen pal. Yeah. I, you know, I am. And you know what? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes that, you know, conversation is just, you know, you're bored and you want someone to talk to. Yep. So, you know, definitely be aware of that. There's a lot of people out there that just... Time wasters. Talk. I, I, was, I can honestly admit that I was a time waster. Yeah. I did waste a lot of people's time. And <laughs> I apologize for that. But, you know, um, sometimes you just want that entertainment. You know, you yeah. got you got a 10-minute break at work and you just want to talk to somebody. And a little distraction once in a while. Your CCs are available yeah. and you got you yeah. to reach out to someone. So I apologize for that. But here's something a little more interesting. Okay. Um, and I don't know a whole lot about this. However, there's a whole... Um, group of people online and you know when I first went online I had no idea what a sub was or a dom oh submissive and dominatrix yes okay yeah but I had no idea mm. so I get the question are you sub wow no I don't want to sub you know? really I wonder I why like, they no, would I get that sub. I'm you. good I ate already was that <laughs> no I'm good was you know good. I was, was so naive I knew nothing about this <laughs> Um, but apparently there's certain wording and I don't quite know and I'm, I'm intrigued by it. So I'd like to know Let's there's look into something it. words. Yeah, we should for, we should yeah. have a whole episode on this for sure. But there's certain words and comments that people make, um, that will allude to the fact that they are submissive or, or dominant. So I met this guy and, um, he was one of the first people that I actually was interested in that I met online. Okay. Very attractive. Um, he, he was a blue collar worker, you know, potential to make a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't actually know what he had. Um, he was never married, had a couple kids, but he was a great guy. He, you know, he told me everything I wanted to hear. He said everything, you know, everything was great. We had our first meetup. He bought dinner. Everything was great. We were seeing each other for a little while. Um, oh, so this is the same person I talked about on another podcast. Okay. The one that said, yeah, I'm sorry, but we can't hang out. My, my escort is on her way. Pardon me. Yeah. 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 So, so we became friends and, mm. and that's all it ever was, was a friendship, you know, cause yeah. I friends on people. Yeah. Um, so he told me, he said, when I first met you, I thought you were a sub. And I'm like, what's a sub? <laughs> you know, okay, I'm I I am naive. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm learning as I go. 
Okay. So he sort of filled me in a little bit about this. So there's actually women out there who will, okay, these are his words, who would actually pretend or act as a coffee table. Okay. Yeah. Act as a coffee table. There's a whole world and out will there. want the men to literally put their feet up on her as a coffee table. Okay. This blew my mind. I'm like, what? How? Like, this actually exists? Yeah. So we had this evening and, you know, we had a few drinks and it was all just, you know, friendly conversation. I actually reached out to him because I asked for help. You know, how do okay. I, like, help me figure out men? Like, help me. What am I doing wrong? So mm. he, what he actually told me was that I was too nice. Really? I was giving too much. Okay. I was being too, um, too giving. Don't give the gifts. Don't give anyone a gift. Don't mm. bring anyone, you know, um, something sweet or don't just anything in particular. Don't give that up. Which is unlike you and my character. That's like not my character. My, I'm a very giving yeah, person. If exactly. I like you, I'm going to show I like you. Yeah. Um, not sexually, but I'm going to show you in other ways, yeah. you know, showing, you know, buying someone a coffee or a donut or something yeah. you know, is, is kind of showing that you care. Right. But you know, for most men, that's showing that you're desperate. Which really? Is what now yeah. I'm not taking everything he said to heart because he's a little messed up, mm -hmm. uh, which I came to find out drugs, etc. But, um, yeah, that was, that was very enlightening, that conversation. So I would love to find out more about that, not because I want to dive into that lifestyle, but just I'm intrigued by it. Like, yep. it's kind of, this actually goes on. This so, is absolutely a non-judgment zone. No, um, I don't judge. Absolutely So not. just to get some education mm -hmm. um, surrounding that, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely, it's definitely out there. And I have had so many people reach out asking if I was... A dom or a sub. I've actually never been asked that question. Really? Never. Ever in my many years of dating have I ever so, encountered that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why they would get that from you. So I'd be interested to I would know. love to know what, what, what vibe you were giving off. Yeah. What yeah, vibe you were giving I, off. I, was, I got that quite often. So, so somebody from just reading your profile... And just doing that would get that? Yes. It was really, that's yes. very interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think we should dive. I think that could be a whole episode. Probably you a know, couple. You know, if this guy wasn't such a dirty fucker, I would love to have him on our podcast. But, yeah, no. No. No, no, no. no, no. Anyways, so next. <laughs> What's up next? Have you had a male or female reach out to you online asking for a threesome? Yes. Yeah? Is yes. that common? Yeah. Actually, really, yeah. it is. I find that, you know, and going through the dating sites, a lot of people, you know, I would come across that quite often, you know, married couple looking for one person to join them type of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, it seemed pretty innocent in the way that they were positioning it. And innocent is maybe not the right word, um, but it seemed very innocent that they were, you know, just a, a happy couple. Um that was looking to spice things up and that's something they wanted to do. It's not my cup of tea. I don't think my ego, yes, my ego. I get it. I don't think my ego would handle that. I need mm -hmm. to be like mm -hmm. 
number one in oh, someone's like that's what I, I, I want to be you know I think that there has to be and I don't know of them but there has to be some sites that are specifically for that sort of thing absolutely yeah, for sure I don't think on a regular dating site that should be you know you should just reach out to a random and hope but I you know even looking at a bunch of people's profiles it's yeah just so you know I'm married mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're looking for a partner yeah um I'm sorry, I'm going to go back to the married man. I have to tell you. So uh, when I first went online, I encountered a very, very attractive man. Okay. And I was very intrigued by him. He seemed to have his, you know, everything together. Mm -hmm. Seemed like my perfect match. And uh, he would always hold back. So he would always, you know, and I I should have picked up on the clues right away. But Mm. being a naive, you know, person fresh out of the, you know, out of the water, (laughs) I had no clue until this went on actually for a couple of years of him trying to meet up, trying to trying to establish something, I, and um, nothing nothing materialized. Yeah. And obviously, I wasn't going to give in and give him his random hookup that he was looking for. Right. I ran into him and his wife on a double date at a restaurant. So no. that was like, I mean, I wasn't heartbroken. I wasn't hurt. I really didn't care. But it was a huge eye opener to me. Crazy. You know? it's yeah. Like, yeah. Why didn't I see that red flag? Well. I'm, you know, I, I like to think I'm a smart woman, but Mm-mm. you don't know. You Sometimes don't know. you are not smarter than a no. manipulator. 20 years in a, in a relationship yeah. where you're safe and secure and, um, you know, you don't have to think about all these things. You don't. I always try to see the good in people. So I was, I, know. I, I thought it was funny, you know, and it was, a, and I just cracked, you know, chalked it up to. So did you walk over and say like, hey. I tried to. I tried. I didn't walk over to the table, but I did try to get his attention. Yeah. Um, but he didn't, he didn't see me. We didn't cross paths. So okay. I did point it out later when he reached out to me. I said, hey, so I saw you at the restaurant with your wife. I guess you guys are working things out again. And uh, he said, oh yeah, we tried. And then a couple weeks later, well, yeah, it's not working. Yes. So, hey. <laughs> Right? The callback boys. Typical. typical. Yeah. They always but, come back. Yeah. So that was that. All right. So moving on. The loyal. The loyalist. Hmm. The loyal man. I mean, I, maybe that's not the best description. So what I'm thinking of is the man who puts his heart on his sleeve and offers you the world oh. and just wants wants to, you know, they're so, they're so dumbfounded by you on online and finding you online that they just want to give you everything and jump right in yeah I've maybe the loyalist that. is not the right i think that's needy, needy? Okay. <laughs> i think okay. that's maybe a little bit of desperation i know that sounds really mean and those words seem a little harsh mm-hmm. um clinger maybe a clinger maybe i don't know maybe. um but it's very when someone is that attached so quickly mm-hmm. and, you know, without even meeting, you know, only after a few conversations back and forth. Oh, we spent the night talking. Why are you back online? You shouldn't right? still be online. Yeah. We had yeah. a conversation. Like, you should be online. Yeah, no. Yeah. Big red mm-hmm. flag. Mm-hmm. Huge. I spent, you know, normally I would only... Uh, entertain a conversation on you know a bored lonely night yeah I did I entertained a conversation and it this individual I found out actually worked 
with not with me, but within my company. And yeah. uh, he was he fell in love first first conversation, wow. and then yeah. it was constantly, "Why are you still in line? Mm-hmm. I see you online. I see that green light." <laughs> And that's scary because I've encountered that as well, whereas Mm. someone before they even met me told me that I'm the only woman that can get them to close down all their dating apps Mm. and they were just going to focus on me and they hope that I do the same and... Yo, it's but I think there are only... I think there are men out there that, that want that. They just want to grab the attention of one woman and and pull them aside and just focus on that one. Well, I'm like that. So yes, if I'm totally like that, I don't do multiples. You are the loyalist. Yeah, I you am. You are that loyal person that you would yep. meet online and you would focus solely on that yep. person. I do that. Um, see, I was I was not. No, you weren't. I would talk. To, I would entertain several conversations. Mm-hmm. It was um, fun to try to keep them. Like I, we I had nicknames up. for all oh, of them. I would tell you, you'd be like, "Oh, I can't remember his name," and I'm like, "Oh, that's so and so," and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you remember his name?" I'm like, "Yeah, I yeah. actually pay attention." We had a golf guy, a gym guy. <laughs> Mine were always initials. initials. I had an HC, a PD, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Kim, PD is a potential douche. Yeah, that's so his know. nickname, yeah. and it's yeah, been and it's around stuck. for six years. It's not years. going anywhere. No. Yeah, unless we call him an AD, which is an actual douche, which I think we is also more called him the married point. guy. That was the one where his oh, wife. The married guy. Yeah, he's yes. got very several mm-hmm. nicknames. Yeah, bike guy. Mm-hmm. We had so many TTC, Sun TV, cop guy, cop guy firefighter. We, like they all have nicknames. We never could remember their names. No, it's easier to associate them. So. With- so here's oh the thing. Gosh. When you're talking to multiple people, um, the problem is you're not really showing your loyalty. You're not really showing your loyalty But you're your not really in a one. position to have to at that point. If you're in a talking stage, I don't... I'm like that. That's, that's who I am. But it's probably not served me the best, you know? Because then I do just I focus agree. on one person, which I end up then, you know, spending or investing a certain amount of time in. Um for it to not work out and then starting from scratch again, you know, where I don't know what's the best solution to that. I don't know, That's because, how I function. Because I had such a, a long list of people, I would end up just friend zoning them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I would, I love meeting people. I love making new friends, but you know, maybe a, a dating site isn't necessarily the right place. But I just, I think that my heart just wasn't into it. I think if I actually wanted to meet one person um, and I maybe wasn't so skeptical of the process, yeah. then maybe I would have focused on one person. So so that's, you know, let's go into the friend. Like, have you met any friends that you, are you actually still friends with anyone you met online? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, Do you yeah. friend zone typically? I'm more of the, I invest a certain amount of time into, it doesn't work out, Um, you know, still keep in contact a bit. They always come back around hoping like for another chance or to prove themselves or saying, you know, I can really be that guy that you're looking for, Ali, if you just give me a chance. Um, I'm not really a friend zoner. No. So let's tell... Let's see if we can help out a little bit. Because I'm not proud of the fact that I 
you know, friend zone with so many people. But at the same time, I'm not one. I don't enjoy letting people down. I don't, you know, I, I like to kind of, it's not that I string people along, but I just don't like to, I, I like to keep my people. I like to, when I like someone, whether it's on a friend level or not, I just like to. But if you're giving someone false hope, that's when it gets dangerous, right? So if you're upfront right. and honest, honesty is a huge facet in life. Mm-hmm. So if you're upfront and honest with them and you tell them, you know, I just don't feel a connection, this type of thing, and they still want to communicate with you and be friends with you, then that's great. Then they're not holding out for false hope. Then take that and run. Absolutely. Don't keep trying to build on that. That's Correct. The, that's, that's, if you could take anything away from this episode, yeah. take that because I, you know, I do feel bad for some of the people that I strung along, even though I put it out there, there was no connection or no interest or um, it just, it happens. Yeah. But I've made some great friends. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, right. you know, no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Just lessons. Uh, just lessons. Just lessons. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Oh, okay. So here's a terrible one. Okay. The distraction. Hmm. The distra- And I, you know, so many people have been burned by this. Yeah. So typically the distraction would be a person who is, um, just getting out of a relationship or, you know, having a fight or on a break, um, you know, and they they decide to just go online for that to be distracted just to try to get over that. I've what done are some, it. What are some, yes. Of course. I'm guilty of that too. I was. So what are some warning signs? I think a lot of communication with no plans of meeting up. Mm-hmm. I think if you've devoted a lot of time to communicating with someone and you haven't made plans to meet up or you're just keep, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it that night. Or, or, you know, you're making excuses. You're stringing that person along, essentially. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, so I think it's that's hard to decipher if the person is just what they're looking for. You know? I think something to look out for with that type of person is they're generally on there looking for advice. They're looking for... Um, they're not, they want, they want your perspective and they might ask you certain things about relationships or yeah. stuff like that. Um, and definitely they're not upfront because what they're doing is they're just trying to get that connection. So they're not thinking about the person that they've left, left behind or the person they're on a break with. Yeah. So yeah, that one's, that's a tough one, you know, especially if you get a connection with one of those. Yeah, it is. It's a slap, that's a slap in the face. So, yeah. So, then there's the attention seeker. And generally, these are the women, not the men. You know, you I think? mean, I'm sure there's some men that like their ego stroked. Mm-hmm. But I think generally, you know, the women are out there and, you know, they're flaunting their stuff and they're posting all their sexy pics. Yeah. And, you know, they just want... and. <laughs> Generally, these are the women that have their filters and they're, you know, they're all glammed up. You know, they're just looking for attention. And and nine times out of ten, you meet that woman, that woman is not what they look like in their Absolutely. And same with men. And so what you're going to get from them is that they're going to keep putting off and putting off and putting off the initial meetup. Yeah. You know, and they're going to tell you what what you want to hear. They're yeah. probably going to talk sexy and lead you on a whole lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that, the, back to the chronics, the chronics will probably catch on, but I think the chronics might like this. Yeah. You know, because they get that high, they're giving them what they want, they're, you know, mm-hmm. it's give and take. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for something long-term, definitely watch out for these red flags. Absolutely. 
Okay, so here's an interesting here's an interesting one. The creeper. Ooh. Okay. okay. So the creeper is the person going online to see if their significant other is online. Oh my gosh. <laughs> have you ever done it? Because I have. You know what? I am guilty of it. I'm absolutely I am. guilty. And truth be told, that is how I got online dating. Really? Yes. So I let me take the reins on this one a little bit. So I was dating someone and we were in an exclusive relationship where we had the conversation that um, the dating app that we, you know, were going to be shut down and we were done. And this gentleman was at my house and was sitting on my couch with his back turned to me. And I was sitting on the other couch and he was on Tinder no. swiping yep, no. right in front of me. And this was obviously after that conversation took place. And he felt no way about swiping. So did you creep him? Did you make a fake profile? No, I called him out right in the okay, moment good, good. and was like, excuse me, um, what are you doing? Um, and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just like, it was mind blowing that he felt no way about being in my home, sitting on my couch, swiping on Tinder while wow. in my presence where I can fully see him with his back to me. Like it was mind blowing. Okay. So tell me about how you creeped him. Did you creep him? I did try to creep him oh, after boy. the fact. So I had to create another profile and this was a week or two later where I was like let me just see if he actually did it mm -hmm. and I did find him I had to swipe a lot to find him and his he was still there and he's like I don't know yeah. how to close it down I don't and I was like okay well then I'm closing this down like it's Good just yeah there's no need for that mm -hmm. go ahead I was, so I keep calling him swiper I was like swipe on swiper mm -hmm. like keep keep at that good luck to you wow yeah very interesting folks out Have there. Have you ever found an ex online? Oh my god, yes. How did that go down? I... <laughs> oh god. So you know how some website, some sites will give you like your top picks of the week? Yeah. Or like their best matches? So actually, in fact, an app um, sent me my best suits for the week and one of them was my ex-husband <gasps> i was like okay you know this app is doing something wrong absolutely when they choose your ex-husband as your best match i was like yeah no not so working for you wasn't working for so me so did you swipe left yeah I, I i took a picture of it and then I was like, oh, because, and the funny thing is, he was a complete liar in his profile. He was saying he has an MBA, that he was like, you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> bud, you can barely spell. So it was like, are you for real? Um, so, Allie, I got to tell you a true story. Okay. Uh, Talk to So me. before we became besties, uh -huh. be you know, before I, you know, when I thought you were a total whore. Yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah. I saw your ex-husband on a dating site. Oh, dear. And sure enough, he reached out. Stop. How dirty is this motherfucker? Ew. Because he not only did he reach out knowing that I'm, you know, the best friend of his ex. Yeah. But also, my ex was 
his best friend yeah. too. Yeah. So he reached out actually wanting to date me. Stop. I you not. Did you respond? I I said, do you know who I am? Yeah. And he responded, yeah, of course I do. Stop. And I, and I just laughed at him online. Laugh out loud. Not a chance. What? <laughs> yeah, That's insane. That's absolutely yeah, yeah. insane. So Rhonda and I got a good chuckle out of that. Um, <laughs> these guys are ruthless. Terrible. Ruthless. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Have you seen my ex online? <laughs> I have on no. two websites. I did. Did you swipe right? I did. I did. Let me guess. His his picture was absolutely gorgeous and from oh, like 20 years sure. ago. He looked phenomenal. I was was just it a like, current picture? No. <laughs> I'd seen that picture like online like 12 years ago and I was like, hmm. Oh, so, yeah, I totally did swipe right on him as a joke um, because we were him. actually friends at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I did swipe right. <laughs> and I was like, hey, big boy. Um, and he never <laughs> responded, nor did we match up. So he didn't swipe on me. <laughs> it can be awkward seeing people you know online. Yes. I had an incident at work um, where someone came up to me and asked me if I was on social media. I said, well, of course I'm on social media. Yeah. And he proceeded to say, well, you look so familiar. Mm. I said, oh, well, you know, I'm on sites and we work together. You know, maybe it's that. Yeah. So a few minutes passed by and he said, well, oh, wait, are you on a dating site? Oh, dear. And my heart dropped as, <gasps> you know, I'm at work. I'm not prepared for this, mm -hmm. you know. Totally caught me off guard. And uh, I said, mm, yeah, I might have been. Um, so throughout that evening, um, he proceeded to ask me for my number, you know, and it was really uncomfortable. You know, when I'm at work, I'm there to work. I'm not there to, it's not a, yeah. you know, spot. So it was really uncomfortable. So needless to say, at that point, I, I was done. I went offline. Yeah. I've actually encountered that as well with a coworker. Um, who was married, by the way, oh. and did, um, you know, we communicated at work for mm -hmm. work reasons. And he did find me on a dating site and reached out on the dating site to see oh, if right. I'd be interested. Mm -hmm. Like, are you kid? I was like, how's your wife and kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, are you? No. Not. I mean, I've had encounters where it's been positive and, you know, we chat, we joke around and, you know, that's fine. But to be approached by someone that I didn't yeah. necessarily know, it was a really awkward It is moment. awkward. You know, you're not prepared for that, and nor should you have to be. You don't no. you have to encounter that at work. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I still think, in a sense, that there is a stigma, in a sense, um, about online dating. Well, Although I think there is in our, our age category, yeah. anyways. I think, you know, for the millennials and that, it's a, it's a little different. It's a little more accepted. I still, I still have a lot of reservations about it, so... I agree. Um, yeah, I it's think that's hard. where my skepticism comes from. So we'll need to find a better way. We will. We are. We're we working are. on it. Yeah, absolutely. But in the meantime, keep your head high and your standards even higher.